0: Tell me you love me I need a good laugh I'm holy water You need a good bath Whiskey and perfume You had a nightcap Now how about that? I've got a new friend A perfect stranger He's got a bullet
1: With Jay Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. Whoa. Be sure to find us at PodcastDetroit.com. What time is it? It's noon time. Somebody bring me a mirror.
2: And it's Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. Yeah, you know it's also Paul Bunyan Day. I think today. What? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> it is. It's National Paul Bunyan Day. What do you do
0: to <laughs> celebrate that? Chaplin. Oh, isn't that <laughs> what you do every
2: day to move forward in life? Is oh, Chaplin? Yeah. Oh, you betcha. Yeah, you uh-huh. betcha. Uh-huh. I'll be right out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So you know what else it is though? What? let take your dog to work day. It is? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I why know. didn't you tell me? We because we're not allowed to bring the dogs anyway. And my Aww. psycho would be running around here like a mad woman. Yeah,
2: your dog <laughs> is a little crazy. But Gia would have loved to meet our guest I today. I have. Oh, shoot. <laughs> what All kind right.
0: of dog do you have? We have two. Two rescue them, dogs. Yeah, both of them are rescues. But mine's a... We half, have no idea. I yeah, have no idea what it, my She's dog half dog is. Great Dane, half Border Collie. So she's like half the size of a Great Dane. She's like 60 pounds. But she has more energy than anything. I've ever seen. Yeah. And then She's her dog crazy. is the complete opposite. She is. She's the laziest thing I've ever seen uh-huh. in my entire life. She's short <laughs> and fat, just like the rest of us
2: <laughs> <and> at home.
0: <laughs> you got a good balance between the two. There yeah, we there you go. Two keys a pot. For anyway. Sure. But um, it's also another big uh, anniversary What's this that? week. It's um, the 20 year anniversary of the first Harry Potter book.
2: Oh. So, which I'm
3: a huge Harry Potter wow. nerd. I know. So what about you, Gina? I never read the books, but I. I went to all of the movies. Did in the you? Yeah. It was, oh, like, was a like a tradition. Obsessed. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm
2: probably one of, okay, so you didn't read the books either. I didn't read the books, no. and I didn't go to the movies. But you, Rocky, were always obsessed I with Harry Potter. I Totally obsessed with Harry Still
3: <laughs> obsessed with Harry I Potter. I still think Daniel Radcliffe's kind of my boyfriend. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did the same thing. When Seriously? Stone came out, yeah, I had the Yeah, it was weird. I don't oh, know. Now Harry. I look back at it, and I'm like, what the f-? Yeah, really? <laughs>
1: Oh, I, okay. But, so I have some. I have some
0: Harry Potter trivia. Okay, it's a big. It's a big important week. Well, for well me. you can
2: look at Gina because I will not know any of this. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! No, seriously. I, you should just know from association. I mean, I think I watched those movies like ten thousand times. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I know a lot about
2: J.K. Rowling, though. Actually, okay. we can talk about her. We'll, but we'll go get into that. Ahead.
0: Okay, so all right, with true or false, all of them. So, and these are some facts that you didn't know um, about Harry Potter. So, the first one is. Um, all of the actors were international. Is that true or false? They came from all over the world. True or false?
2: Uh, what'd you say, false? False, I'm yeah. just going to copy Gina, false. Okay, What yep. about you, Jess? That is
0: false. Oh. Who was... Who is, is, who is, uh, uh, they okay. were all British so no. actors. Oh, they yeah. were? Yep, yeah. they all had to be British oh, really? actors. Yep, and uh, Robin Williams actually wanted one of the roles I think for Hagrid and they turned him down because they had to be all British actors. Who
3: wanted to be Hagrid? Robin Williams. Oh my God. Yeah, that would have been really? so
0: different. Yeah it would have been crazy. Wow. So yeah but they said it's a it's a British only cast, which I thought that was really? Really interesting. Yep. Now was that throughout all <laughs> yep. the movies? Well they or? kept the same cast pretty much for the oh, entire Oh they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They grew up together. Yeah. Oh okay. Alright so here's another one for you. Um Harry Potter has green eyes in all the films.
3: Mm. Um, I
0: don't know. Um,
2: I'm going to say false because I read something about that, but I don't remember what it was. Um, so maybe it's true. Uh, Gina, what do you think? I'm just
3: going to say true. I've never noticed, All right, I'm though. going
2: with Gina. True. All right,
3: false. What so in, in the books, false. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in oh, the books Harry false? has green eyes, and he wore contacts for one of the for like one scene in one of the films and then he hadn't like in the reaction so Uh, um, so J.K. Rowling said the most important thing is that he has eyes like his mother so they had to cast somebody with blue eyes like Daniel Radcliffe has so okay he's so cute interesting (laughs) All right. Um, okay so I'll have one more for you Um, true or false uh, J.K. Rowling was actually offered to play Lily Potter first ooh True. true. I don't know who Lily Potter is. I was. want to say that's true,
3: that because that would be amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh,
3: so really? really? J- Why didn't she take it? I don't know,
0: but she said that she turned down the role, they asked her first to play Harry Potter's mom. Oh, so. okay. That's yeah. so amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So that's my my Harry Potter trivia. I've got more, but... Well, I'm um, gonna just throw out a trivia oh, about yeah? J.K. Rowling, okay? Oh, yeah, do it. So,
2: um, and I'm just making this up right now, um, from what I know about her, but... Um, so, when she first wrote J.K. Rowling or Harry, the Harry Potter books, she um, had a different name other than J.K. Rowling. She used a different name. True or false? I'm going to say
3: true. Yeah, I'm going to say true. I'm going to agree with
0: that. Yeah. So, what happened was, <laughs> you guys are all right. Wow, that was a hard one.
2: Um, uh-huh. So, what happened was, this was interesting. Um, they had her add the letter K. Because young boys um, were were not would not buy into things that had a woman's name on it. Really? Yeah. So they they oh, wow. changed it around. Yeah, That's why they changed Whoa. it. Mm-hmm.
3: It's like that movie Big Eyes. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever seen that movie? No. Where, like uh-uh. this woman painted. Like she had this whole um, collection of paintings with. Um, I don't know. Like the consistency between each of the paintings. That like all these kids had like huge eyes and then oh. um oh I did see and that and then movie. she never That's got true. credit for any of the work that she did because no one wanted to buy a, a woman's piece of art wow Wow! so she her husband ended up taking all the credit wow yeah and they That's made a movie so about uh. it so she got the
2: credit <laughs> anyway That's well we have another celebration because we have a huge guest here today so He's let's get on incredible into, release yeah huh
0: She's got an incredible release.
2: She does. Oh, She's got, well, yeah. (laughs) And we're the first to get a really big one here, too, so I can't wait. Anyway, it's our What's the Wish segment, our favorite segment. And this segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting,
0: and most of all, inspiring. Our guest today is a homegrown pop rock star and on June 2nd of this year she released her long awaited album titled Cold Fame. Gina Irina Shudo says it's all me. It's very bare and very truthful. The album song expressed her journey from teen into womanhood in an unfiltered, authentic way that only she can do. Her album pushes the envelope with songs like "So I Get High," and Gina's powerhouse voice and her ability to express her emotions never fail to deliver. Welcome to the show. Thank
2: She's you for having back. me again, again. Oh God, yeah, you're going to be a regular here. You know, one of these days you're going to co-host with us. Today. <laughs>
4: oh,
2: <You know>? yeah. <laughs> um, first of all. Okay, so 2017 is starting off pretty good for you, would you say? It's been great. Yeah. It's okay, so let's so talk about fun. some of the things that you did though. You um you were featured in W Magazine. Yeah. I noticed. Great yeah. article there. It I was, mean, that's
3: huge. It was fun. It was really cool. And you did that was a phone interview, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The interviews this year have been a lot more real, I think than mm-hmm. um than previous and interv- i think it's because i had released a bu- you know like two or three songs this year off the album so people were kind of getting a little bit more of the story right. um or snippets of the story and like right. what you know what kind of person i actually am rather than what I was appeared to be on right. um, a few years ago on television. So, right. um, people have been really, really cool and really supportive um, of of this new direction. That not it's not even a new direction. It's just like this reveal of like right <laughs> who I am. I guess right. Well, and and you're so we're going to talk about Cold Fame because mm-hmm. that's the album
2: you released this year, which also charted on iTunes. Congratulations! Yeah, on for that. Yeah, like the
3: first. 24 yeah. hours or something. Were you, were, did that blow you away, though? I took a bunch of screenshots. So I know I would <laughs> never forget it. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> um,
2: and then today, which we did not know, Gina Irina Shuto is on the cover of the Detroit Metro Times. And I wish that we were Facebook Live so people can see it. <laughs> But it's an awesome cover shot, um, and the the title of the article is Going Deep and Getting High with Gina Irina Shudo. So I I wish I would have had this before because I would have loved to have read it, but I'm going to read it after. So this is
3: on Metro Times, and it's out today, right? It's out today. I just posted the link on um, all my social media and stuff, and I have the picture on my Instagram. So Okay. Well, you know what? The, it's great to have the link and read it online, but yeah. I'm telling you what, I love cover. having the hard, the hard copy. Hard copy. Right, so do
2: I. And we got ours signed, so I feel like we, we got the first. <laughs> (laughs) First one here, so. (laughs) But you can go anywhere and get Metro Times. It's, I mean, most people, everybody's pretty familiar with the the magazine. So,
3: very cool. I was very surprised when they wanted to um, get so truthful.
2: (laughs) But you know what, though, I'm I'm not surprised because that's who you are. I mean, and and I think that's the part that we're going to spend some time talking about is just how real you are and how much you put out there, Um, especially with cold fame now. Um, I was reading an article about Katy Perry and I was telling Rocky about this article, um, interview she did. And she's, you know, she's been around a long time. She's yeah, almost 30 years old. Um, she's just released her fifth album. And she's now starting to talk about, um, you know, being authentic and, and, and being did you, real.
3: Did you watch the therapy video? Is that what you watched? No. Have you guys no, heard no, I read that? I did hear about them, but I didn't see them. Why? What was she, that? I have so much respect for Katy Perry. I do, too. Because, but, I mean, I did before, but now mm-hmm. more than ever, because she um, she just posted or decided to post this YouTube video of, like, this 45-minute um, therapy session, and she filmed it. And it was literally talking about her, not deepest, darkest secrets, but just, mm-hmm. like, like, stuff that she's um, very... Not secretive about, but just you know, she's her very. Per- it's very personal and, to her. Yeah. And there's like this. I don't know. She talks all about like this, e- like alter ego, Katy Perry. That's over. Yeah. And, and that's what you were about to say. Yeah. And right. then Catherine, I don't really. Catherine know it, Hudson Catherine was her real name. Yeah.
2: And she said in this interview, she said, um, "I created Katy Perry because Catherine." I was scared to put Katherine Hudson out there, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and I'm reading more about um, celebrities and, and athletes and now even business people that are starting to use an alter ego because it, it's it's a mean world. I mean, and it's hard to be out there and really, you know, be true to yourself when you're just going to get there's criticized. so much hate. Exactly. Yeah, there's so much hate. Well, like- But you seem to have done it without any issues i mean you're you're young and you just uh,
3: she goes read the facebook comments dude there's so many i mean there's there's a lot of ignorance out there i should say right um and you can't put that on you can't blame people for that you know what i mean there's there's i said this before there's there's a reason why people are screwed up and 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 me- or mean or a bully mm-hmm. um, or feel like they need to put others down in order to make themselves feel better. Right. And once you realize that, it's like you just don't take it personal.
2: Well, Be- how, how did you come to realize that? Because you're young and you're out there and you don't hold back. I mean, you really say what you want to say, you say it how you want to say it, and you just don't care. I mean, I think I've heard you say no fucks given. I mean, oh, yeah.
4: That's definitely you mean one that of when my you say it. Sure, sure. yeah.
2: So, how, I mean, you're young. How did you... How did you get to that
0: point? Yeah. How did you get uh, to, to, to be that? that
3: confident? It took a while. I mean, Cold Fame in itself, there's, I don't know if you guys realize this, but like the first half of the album is way more, I mean, depressing is one word, but um, reflective and and a little bit more sad than the last um, half of the album, which is a little bit more hopeful. So it's it's honestly like this, this album, I want to call it a concept album because it's, it's literally the story of where I started like fresh off the tour mm-hmm. of the Idol tour to you know, now. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't really know when it clicked, uh, when the no fucks given thing actually clicked into my head, but there was a lot of different there's just a lot of different opinions and a lot of different um advice that people give you. Yeah. Um and whether it's from people that you respect or that you don't necessarily like, it's you have to I always take it everything into consideration and it mm-hmm. just got to be too much right after a certain point. And I don't know if you've heard the track numb, but there's like this crazy um mental breakdown type thing that i wanted to replicate like what was going on in my head when all these like comments and um advice points and like opinions just kept like shooting right at me and it's like whoa 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 wait i just gotta like figure myself out right now so i just locked myself in my house honestly and just like surrounded myself with the people that i knew only cared about me
2: right and And that was that group has that group gotten smaller since your fame has actually gotten (laughs) bigger
3: it's not even fame though it's just like
2: well your level of success
3: yeah I mean once you're put out in the media and in Mm -hmm. the public eye um that's when the opinion starts. So it's right. just like it, until right. you know me personally, you can't, you really can't make right an actual opinion about me. Right. right. That I'm even going to listen to. So it right. doesn't even matter. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you
2: don't even know me. Yeah. And how do you decide whose opinion you are going to listen to? Like what plays um, into that?
3: What. People I respect and look up to and I'm influenced by or um, I get inspiration from. Right. And that can be anyone. It can be an, a homeless guy on the street just being nice, you know. Yeah. Or it could be, you know, my manager, Kevin, mm-hmm. um, our producer. And um, I've met a lot of different people. So it's been very humbling Yeah, the last few years.
2: And- how, how has the journey been going?
3: It's a lot smoother now. It is than it was. Well, a few let years me ask ago. you this.
2: So you said the first part of the album, which is Cold Fame, which was released on June second of two thousand seventeen, and you can get it on. I I do. Spotify.
3: Yeah. Uh, hard copies are available on my website. Okay. Um, yeah. Everywhere. See, I always like the hard copies So hard <laughs> so, copies, they can
4: get
2: it through your website, right? Yes, can they get it? Is There's a store at Dine too, right? Can they get it there or not? Uh,
3: yes, we can. Yeah. Okay. They're also available at the Detroit Institute of Music Education. Yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, so you were saying that the first half, it was sort of...
3: It's a little bit more like sad. Maybe deeper. Yeah. And then self reflective.
2: So, and then the second half was more hopeful. Now, it, was that set up like that intentionally? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's like a story. It starts off yeah. this way, but it ends on it, an up. Yeah. Note.
3: It, it ends on like a, yeah, on an up. No, I didn't want to like, I didn't, the, okay. So like the sequence of the songs changed mm-hmm. a few times because. I remember going back in the studio like we thought we were done after like seven months. And then I went back and wrote like five other songs that I I really wanted like three of them on the album. I'm mm-hmm. like, we have to have these on the album. And, um, you know, everybody agreed. So we went back and recorded those. And then I think there was another amendment that we made. So the sequence changed a few times um, because – the content kept changing or there was Mm -hmm. new content that was added to the story because the story kept going on. You know what I mean? Like, I was still, I'm still finding myself, so it's like... Oh, you'll be finding yourself for a long time.
2: I'm I'm in my 50s. I'm still finding myself. I mean,
3: no one is who they were even, like, five years ago or me. I'm not even the same person I was a year ago or even a month ago. Well, you shouldn't, and you
2: shouldn't be. I mean, the goal is to constantly evolve and improve, you know? Exactly. And become who you are, and that takes a long time mm-hmm. but you seem to just have such a great grasp on you know like confidence and that's unusual thanks which is just amazing to me it took a minute though do you do you um is it hard for you because you know you're young you have a young following to feel like uh, the pressure of having to be a role model and then there's the other side where, you know, you want to be true to who you are and what you believe in and sometimes that might conflict.
3: I think where I – where my message is is that being true to who you are, no matter what that is, is being a role model.
2: I agree. You
3: know what I mean? Like totally at, agree. Like there's so many – like yeah. if you don't want – if – my music's explicit, and you don't want your children to be, um, you know, in front of or you know have have reference to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but it's available for everyone, right? And you know, it's going to be hard, <laughs> especially because technology's so evolved now, and the internet, and you know, music's everywhere, and you, it's right. everything's available to anyone, right? Um. You you're just your own person. And right. after I, I just moved out of my house, um out of my mom's house and it's been a Oh, r- your poor mom. She's gotta be bummed. I'm <laughs> I'm still kinda bummed too. Oh, me, you are? Yeah, because I was just talking to <laughs> Rocky about it. But, like, I know you guys are like best friends and me ma- yeah. me and my mom we are? have always been <laughs> like best friends. Even Italian,
0: Italian friendship, yeah, you know Italian know I mean? we'll take yeah. it Italian <laughs> best exactly. friends. That's a little different.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's different than normal
2: best exactly. friends. Exactly.
3: <laughs> but um, but yeah, I would say being true to who you are is being a role model, and that's all I have to say to myself to make myself I, I totally, feel okay. Because you know what, I'm doing me. The authenticity, do though, is—I
0: mean, because you know, being having having had role models and now being you know more of a woman, yeah, it's, you look back and you're like, okay, the role models aren't real. You know what I mean? They're just—it's a misconception. Yeah, it's a, a total what, misconception. what did we say earlier?
3: It's like a. Katy Perry is a... Um, Alter ego. Alter yeah. ego, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No one walks that line forever. You know no, what I mean? The, the because perfection you, isn't realistic. Then you fuck yourself up
3: in the end yeah. anyways. Right. Because then everybody thinks that you're somebody that you're not. Right. And yes, being exactly. misunderstood is the worst feeling in the world. Right. It's the worst feeling. Wow. And that's what I felt like the last... Or the first like year and a half off the show from the general public. And then when I met um, my team at Original 1265 it just clicked so easily
2: i was going to ask you about that well first of all i want to congratulate you because that's an amazing thing to understand at such a young age you know yeah. the just being you're defining who you are right now right from the beginning so you know 10 years down the road you're not going to have some kind of crazy thing and, yeah, yeah right. and people right, are gonna exactly. be like what you know <laughs> yeah, exactly um, you are who you are and that's fantastic and I think one of the things that you said too was which was key <laughs> is teaching being an example of uh walking the talk which is what you do is you can't ask for a better role model than that it doesn't matter yeah. if you believe in in marijuana or it doesn't matter if you you know, if the F bomb is part of it that, exactly. none of that matters. It's exactly. you're you're teaching people to be true, just be honest. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. And if, if What's every, the worst that can happen? Exactly. You well and if you think about it, if every junior high kid could learn that yeah. you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, I hated high school. Oh, Oh, my God. You and me, bold girl. I think think 80% of people hated high school, apart from, like, the popular kids. (laughs) Well,
2: um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, um, okay, so you're signed to uh, Original 1265, which Mm -hmm. is a Detroit label? Independent label, yeah. Right? Okay. Um, With your talent, you (coughs) really could have gone to any music hub you wanted to to launch your career. You could have been in New York, L.A., Nashville, whatever. Um, why was Detroit the right fit for you?
3: Uh, I didn't really know Detroit was the right fit until I came back home. Okay. Um, because I did have a few meetings with like people in New York, a few labels out of like LA. Um, but every time I walked into the meeting to have a meeting with them, I just I got this vibe of like intimidation and um, almost be me being like the, the face of this you know, whatever they were going to. Uh, yeah, create, exactly. Maybe. Whatever they were going to like give me to mm-hmm. regurgitate to the, you know, yeah. to, to the public. And I was just after after I, I had been given the song We Are One, that was like my um, finale song that you had mm-hmm. to sing. <laughs> um, and it was supposed to be an original song, but like they just basically give you a song. Um, <clears throat> I just felt degraded and was like. But wait, I have so many songs that I've already written. Here's my catalog. You know, I had yeah. everything already like ready to go and you know, I just I, I didn't know exactly what kind of music I wanted to make, but I yeah, I I write songs, you know right. what I mean? I'm I, I'm a songwriter. Um so everybody everybody that I met with prior to meeting um with my original twelve sixty five team was very apprehensive. They weren't into it um mm-hmm. it wasn't commercial enough it wasn't mainstream enough mm-hmm. um it was it was to this or to that and i yeah. was just like well wait i mean i can compromise but i don't want to completely conform because right. that's not being true to myself right so um and it was all about the money yeah. it was yeah. all about the money and that's what i felt and i was like but it's you know eventually it has to be about the money if you want to make a career in this right but if you're not going to enjoy it, if you're right. not going to believe what you sing and the content that you put out, then what, what is – what's it for? Right. You know? Right. And <laughs> it's the money, not worth it. Right.
2: The money won't be there either. Exactly. If, if you're not good at what you do because you don't believe in it.
3: Right. Exactly. And even if you are for a certain period of time, it it wears on you. Mm-hmm. It, it, like I I just could never sing – Um. Every song, you know, ha- having, not having it be my, my words and yeah. my perspective and, or my experience or whatever. So when I went to, um, when I went to have a meeting with Kevin Sarah, um, they, that's They orig- all Original 1265? Yeah. They're the, uh, they're and the, they're also the founders of Dime. Yes. Okay. Yes, they're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really are. But um, when I met – when I had my first meeting with them, that's all they wanted to talk about was songwriting, songwriting. Like how long have you been writing for? And we just talked music and it was like – it was the best conversation I had had with an adult in like – ever wow. besides with my mom and I was like this yeah. is different it this felt is right fun, you know yeah and even though I was like but you know Detroit I was still hung up on like LA you know mm-hmm. New York like that's where the action is but then I realized the authenticity here yeah and the support system is unlike anything you're ever going to get in a major music city right right I can't even though this is that. Th- right Detroit is a major music city there just hasn't been as right. much action as you know the others in the last 22 decades. But, you know? but it is coming. But now it's coming back. Yeah. And I feel so excited to be a part of this movement. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's,
2: exactly. Well, that's and you cool. know what? It's interesting because a lot of people say, um, you know, Detroit isn't a major music city. But it is. It's just different. Yeah, than, exactly. Than some of the other ones. had a ones. different path. Exactly. Know? Exactly. I mean, Detroit's very unique. And the mm-hmm. talent here is very different. You know, it was interesting because we were in Nashville not too long ago in one of the things that I learned when I was there is how many um, musicians do not write their own music.
3: I just learned about that in school, actually. I'm doing my bachelor's in songwriting, yeah. and I teach you all about that. like write, I'm in this class called Writing for Artists, and um, I just learned about like these websites that you can – um, subscribe to, and it's mm-hmm. like a yearly paid subscription kind of thing for songwriters and basically, you get like a bunch of leads that are sent from like labels and um or managers or booking agents about like artists needing songs for their album, right, wow. whether it be like I don't know, there's a lot of pop stars out yeah. there that like need songs right, and they usually reference their old albums and then others like top forties mm-hmm. in the same genre. <laughs> And that's why shit sounds the same. Yeah, <laughs> You know what so, I mean? Let me ask you this. Do you consider yourself a, a songwriter first or a, or a singer? Uh, I don't know. I started singing first. Okay. So it's definitely like more of a second nature to me. But mm-hmm. now like I need to write because it's such a therapeutic yeah. process for me. It's like. It's like a punching bag kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How you like vent yeah. to other people, but you can vent and be like as savage as possible. You right. know, and <laughs> right. no one has to hear it. You can choose just you know, if you want to hear it or not. So do you have
2: songs that you wrote that you are There's not putting out there yet? There's
3: definitely a few, mm-hmm. whether, you know, they're too sad or too, um I don't know. Maybe too open to not. I mean, I I would never put any anything out that like. Is hateful, you know, like I would put something out that's reflective of a situation, but Mm -hmm. I would never just like hate on hate on somebody or a subject of something. Right. Hmm. Unless it's an ex-boyfriend, <laughs> they don't count. Yeah, don't count. yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a free for all, right? To
3: themselves, so. <laughs> they earn that. Yeah. So, are,
0: uh, all of your material is inspired by your life, experience? yeah, um, personal experience.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely on Cold Fame for sure.
2: Um, What's the story of Cold Fame? Like, if you if you had to just give a a, a Small, uh, su- you know, short summary. A little
3: phrase. Yeah, what would you say? I've been saying it's like a girl turning into a woman kind of thing, um, emotionally, pretty much emotionally, and like, and just, just realizing her surroundings, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and like, really knowing, like, what, what kind of person I'm going to be in this life or what kind of person I want to be in this mm-hmm. life, you know, what kind of, what kind of things i, I want to give off what what kind of person i want to be you know what i mean and what kind of person is that <clears throat> i just want to be a real genuine person and i'm always going to be nice to people mm-hmm. unless they give me a reason not to be yeah then, you know you'll, know then I mean. you're right
2: She's about it. Right?
4: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing yeah. you can do about yeah, there that. There is some point. Italian, <laughs> <You know>? right?
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. My dad's actually 100. Um, percent Oh, he is. So I'm third generation, I think. But, oh, yeah. Um, well, then if you're not nice to Gina, yeah. that, that Italian <laughs> side's going to come out. It definitely, it comes in handy though. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a great year. It's been really fun. Are
2: Are there any songs on Cold Fame that um, you have a hard time? Listening to because you know what the real story is behind it when you wrote it.
3: Um, probably.
2: You don't have to tell us what I don't, it is. I'm
3: thinking. I'm thinking right now. I don't. I mean, I've always been pretty open about what my songs are about. Probably so I get high. Um, oh really? Yeah, but I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's about my mom, and I don't want to put her on oh. blast. <laughs> okay. But um, but it's just something that. I don't know. Like I'll write songs about people who are really close to me and that mm-hmm. piss me off, or people that I just meet on the street that you know. Yeah, I have an experience with whether it's good or bad. You know.
2: Uh-huh. Well, when you write about somebody who pisses you off, and then you're performing, and they're in the audience, there are you hoping that they don't
3: <laughs> that they don't realize it's them. Well, I always. I did this one thing. It was really bad. It was a re- it was a mistake. <laughs> it was one of my first shows at PJ Lager House, which is right downtown yeah. in Corktown. Um, Actually, we, I think we, went yeah, and we went and saw you. There. Yeah, I think yep. you guys yeah. saw me there. It might have it been that show. show. It might have been that show. But um, I have this song on. <laughs> I have this song in the album called "Bitch Me Out," and oh, uh, it's it was about my friend, one of my friends from high school, and she ended up <laughs> she ended up coming to the show. And I don't know what triggered this because I knew she was going to get pissed off about it and take it the wrong way because <laughs> she's like super independent and amazing and strong and like um and so right before I played the song I introduced it saying like this song is about and then I like pointed to her you and like, did? and I thought she was going to laugh and all this yeah. shit and then she started listening to the lyrics and I was like fuck I shouldn't have done it. Oh. And then we fought for like a week and she's like I don't give a shit. Oh. Hey she, that's her 15 learned minutes my of fame. I learned yeah. my lesson. Yeah. Change <laughs> the set list quickly next
2: time right? Somebody shows up you just throw a cover This is in.
0: about yeah. that girl in the corner. Yeah, over there. yeah I don't I don't she's know. my best friend so don't worry it's not real. Hey, well
2: we're but... going to play a song right Right now we are going to play my favorite I, song. Yeah, this is actually Rocky's yep. favorite Black Magic. Oh yeah. So, oh. We're going to play that right now. Fame.
1: clear space
4: Awesome.
0: Love that song.
2: Now, why is that your favorite, Rocky?
0: Um, I think when I saw her perform it live first a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with it live, so I was so excited when it came out on the album, but I just love the vibe. I love the lyrics. I love her voice on mm-hmm. it. Just,
3: Thanks. Well, favorite. tell us about the song. So, I closed my eyes in clearer space. Um. So, the whole song is about like me being the oddball of pretty much my family. Um. I mean, that's, that's what the lyrics bluntly say, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's just, it's just me realizing that even though I'm different than the people that raised me or the mm-hmm. people that um, have been there all my life and have, I'm changing and doing, you know, figuring out all this stuff about me, like there's still people out there that I can connect to and that it's, ju- it's basically just like a calling out. To those misfits oh, or the oddballs awesome. of of yeah. people who just feel like they're misplaced, yeah. Um, there's there's always somebody that can relate to you and oh, connect to you.
2: I think there's a lot of people that can yeah. relate to that. You yeah, know? and and I think what's interesting is that I would imagine that the people that come see you would never think that you were one of those misfits. Well, I.
3: I was a misfit because I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. I was Mm. trying to be in the crowd. You know, I was trying to be like. So that's like 99% of the people, right? Yeah, people like, you know, like. Following trends and and cutting my hair a certain way that mm-hmm. was like popular, yeah. you know, like yeah. all the long hair that people used to have in high school and like wear hardtails and yeah. um, UGG boots and like even yeah. all, like all that all the stereotypes, you know right. what I mean? Like right. and it really like I liked it, but it wasn't me, right. you know, like it right. wasn't like really what I was dying to wear or dying yeah. to you know put out into the world. So after. After I accepted it, I was like, I can't be the only motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're not. Yeah. And that's probably why Rocky loves
2: that song so much, too. Yeah, well, let's talk like about your
0: um, society.
2: The elephant because it's on your t shirts. Yeah. You have a tattoo of the right. elephant. Right and now. it's the cover of your um, album, right? No, no, it's, no, it's not the it's cover. It's
3: on um, it's below Where? the C D, so okay. when you take the C D out, it's mm-hmm. like this little elephant cutout. Yeah. So what is that rep- is that your alter ego? Is that um, your spirit animal? I guess you could say it's my spirit animal. That's a really good yeah. That, that is my... I just decided it's my... <laughs> okay, so today we <laughs> learned something um, new. But I, I got it tattooed on my body because it represents wisdom when the trunk is, is up, you know? Oh. Only when the trunk is up, though, facing up. Um, and they live to be so old, too. And I just feel like even though I'm young and I've always been the youngest in any group that I've hung out mm-hmm. in... Um, I've always had kind of an old soul. Yeah. Even though I don't really know what's going on, it's just like I'll I'll take a situation and and analyze it and and make sure that I know like, well, okay, what's the best? Like what would the outcome be if if I did this or, you know, the consequences yeah. for for certain things. So so I always know what the right thing is. I just don't always pick the right <laughs> thing. You know? That's okay. You test it. That's all right. Yeah. So is that why
2: you had it tattooed? Is that a reminder for yeah, you? Yeah, it's just
3: always a reminder. Like, mm-hmm. just always be true to yourself. And, and even though you're young, you can, yeah. you can be an old soul, too.
2: Oh, good for you. I absolutely love that.
3: Yeah, I love that, too. That's Thank so cool. Thank you. So, what's your favorite
2: song on the album? Probably
3: Black Magic. Is it? Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> it's not White Girl Wasted. No, I mean because that's such an obvious single to me. It's such um, an anthem. It's it's definitely anthemic, but um, that was like the point where I was just like, literally, no fucks given. I just don't. I don't yeah. give a fuck. You know, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna write the lyrics that the first lyrics that pop into my head, um, and I actually wrote it with. Uh, I'm Taya Shelton, she's uh, the head of songwriting um, and vocals at Dime.
2: So let's talk about your your um, degree that you're getting. How yeah. far into it are you?
3: I'm in. Uh, so I'm doing my part time degree, which is a four year okay. program, and it's online. Actually, I'm doing the online program just because I I want to be able to take any opportunity with touring and right um, interviewing and all, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Right. Um, so. I can basically do it anywhere anytime on my own schedule. Mm-hmm. And I'm in year 2 right now, okay. just at the back end of year 2. So And I you'll have,
2: get your bachelor's, right? Mm-hmm. It's a
3: bachelor's degree. Oh,
2: that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's cool. amazing. Yeah. And then you can um, well, I mean, you can right now write for other people, right? Yeah, if yeah, they,
3: you definitely can. But just to be able to say, you know, I'm certified. so
2: Right, right. Yeah. And put your music out mm-hmm. there and, yeah, and shop sure. it and stuff like that.
3: Did you collaborate a lot on this album? I I had four. There were four writers on the album. And I wanted to keep it very minimal because nowadays you see, like, 17 writers on one song. <laughs> right. It's like, what, how? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how I mean, is that even possible? Drum part. Exactly. So <laughs> I— um, I wrote with Kevin Nixon. Uh, I wrote with Elise McCoy. She's my guitar mm-hmm. player. Um, and I also wrote with Antea Shelton. And that was, that was pretty much it, um, on the songwriting front. And then we went into pre production with the session musicians that I used. Um, and we got really close. I used all Detroit musicians, so. It was uh it was a long process. That was definitely a longer process than the writing was in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writing a lot a lot of the writing on the album, I had pretty much half of it written, but it was not organized at mm-hmm. all. I was so scatterbrained at that point. I just wanted to get so much stuff out that <laughs> None of it really made sense. I had to go back and explain what you know what my lyrics were about and what the story was about. I was going to ask
2: you when you collaborate with somebody and these are this is your story that you're writing about. How do you get them to understand that message and relate to it?
3: Honestly, I would just like the first. Especially when you write with someone for the first couple times, it's, like, such an intimate experience. And Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, shit, am I going to go deep like this? This person, (laughs) are they going to be uncomfortable with it? Like, I don't know. And I always felt, like, I always felt so comfortable with all three of the writers that co-wrote with me. And um, every, before every writing session, we would go and sit and just talk Mm -hmm. for, like, an hour to two hours and just talk about like vent about each other's lives or a certain subject that was pissing us off or, or oh, something wow. to get inspired and get right. amped up about. And then we would just be like, all right, let's write a song, you oh, know. Wow. <laughs> huh. oh, so really um, so that was it. It Definitely the comfort level. Definitely. um turned up a little bit after yeah. after you vent and talk about things and really connect with people right. for a minute rather than just trying to dive in.
2: Yeah. And I wonder, too, like even though these are your stories and your experiences mm-hmm. and your feelings, the people that are are in your audience, the fans – they have their own interpretation, you know, they have yeah. their own. I mean, do you ever hear, like, does somebody ever write you and say, yeah. oh, my God, the song reminded me of, and yeah, it might be completely a, opposite of what you were. F-
3: yeah. I mean, when I write songs, I want to make sure that there's, there's definitely like a blunt um, story behind it, mm-hmm. but in written in a way where it can be generalized enough to where people can put it in their own perspective or yeah. relate to it in their own life. Like... One of the songs, So I Get High, excuse me, and just like burped in the mic. That's okay. That's what <laughs> um, we like about you. <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> Go ahead. But um, So I Get High, I mean, in the article of uh, Metro Times, um, Geraldine Jordan, the girl who wrote it um, and who interviewed me, um, she asked me what the song was about. And I said, what well, was about some tiff I had with my mom? And, and it goes beyond that. I mean, it goes mm-hmm. beyond like like hypocrisy in general about the legalization of marijuana. Um, but she was like, I wouldn't have even guessed that that was what it was about. I mean, it could be, it could be about religion, like getting, mm. getting high to like reach God right, or something. Right, right, um, right. It could be any, you know, it could be about anything. And right. I, I think that's what I strive for when I try and write a song to, I mean. So that just, people can yeah, just connect. connect. Yeah, just to right. connect to um, whatever demographic I'm forming, you right? Know what I mean, I'm right. just trying to connect to as many people as possible,
2: right? And they can hit however that song uh, connects with them, with them, right? Yeah. Or heals heals whatever it is they're going through. Yeah, They'll exactly. have their own story, exactly. Well, let's talk about that. So I get high, okay? So you do?
4: I do, I do,
3: but only <laughs> yeah. on the greens. Not <laughs> okay, so
2: um, because you you know you're you're doing great with your career. You're smart. You seem to be a smart business person as well. Thanks. I mean, you you had that learning. whole. Well, you're young. You should be. You know, um, I'm still learning. But um, so when I heard the song "So I Get High" before I actually listened to the song, and mm-hmm. I just heard the mm-hmm. title right away, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's a partier, yeah. you know. So yeah, totally. tell me where that came from.
3: It um, it came. It stemmed from this like feeling of misunderstanding i think and um and i was just so tired of reading comments on facebook and and then getting it from like the people that i was closest to you know like 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 my mom um and i i keep bringing that up but like me and my mom are best friends like yeah we know your <laughs> we mom's are. a great support yeah, she's amazing. we know that <laughs> she's awesome. we know hey
2: listen i'm used to it i get it, get <laughs> yeah. it from rocky or yeah. john paul or olivia all the time so
3: but um it was it just stemmed from like the topic of hypocrisy about, about smoking marijuana. Mm -hmm. I mean, number one, you don't understand whether I'm, I'm going through it health wise, whether, Mm -hmm. you know, people actually need it, um, or just decide to smoke it recreationally. Now it started off recreationally for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, on American Idol. That's when I found out about it and, and it was introduced to me and it wasn't, it was no negative connotation that, that, you know, came with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always was able to get up the next day to do my thing um, right. and to work. Um, I, I was never unmotivated. Right. Um, it was always it's just always been such a positive thing um, ever since it was introduced to me. And um, then <laughs> then what really made me mad was when I found out that there's Honestly, there's a lot of business people that smoke marijuana, uh, Yeah, a, like <laughs> at the tippy, tippy top of, right. of anything, right. you know, in any industry. And right. there, yet there's so much negative stuff in the media about it and and the people that smoke it when yeah. you can't say anything because you're probably doing the same thing right when you go home.
2: Right. Right. So,
3: you know, it comes from the hypocrisy and ignorance, I think, and that those were the two feelings that I had when writing the song. So it's not really
2: your message isn't you know. So I get high and I party and blah yeah. blah blah. It's not that. I it's, just don't drink. You know? I don't. I don't yeah. like
3: drinking. Yeah. And this is my way of releasing.
0: Right. Right.
3: Well, well and, I don't understand either. I mean, because
0: I don't smoke, but I don't really drink either. And it's, I just. Yeah, you're just no fun at I'm, all. I'm I no mean, fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, all my friends do, and I hang out with other people, and it's like I, I. I don't understand the difference why one's legal and one's not. Like yeah. I just don't <laughs> like why. It, well and when like alcohol, I mean, has so many there's so many risks to drinking when there's not that There's many. so many
3: benefits to smoking. Yeah, right. I don't or I've
0: never understood legalizing
3: it. You don't have mm-hmm. to, I'm not going out like the message of the song is to not say, Hey kids smoke weed, you right. know. It's it's right. about to say this is this is why. I'm explaining myself. Yeah. You know, I mean Yeah. Like, and stop stop calling me, like, this party girl that, you know, doesn't have no. any motivation or anything, like, or that's, you know, going down the wrong path. How do you know what the wrong path is? Yeah, well, how can know? anybody
2: even say that? Because it's clear based on everything you've already accomplished that, mm. that you have a lot of control over whether you choose to drink or smoke or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I totally understand what you're saying <laughs> with the hypocrisy.
0: That's annoying. It is it annoying, is. <laughs>
3: but you know what? Just keep writing songs about it. Well, That's <laughs> there's just it's just a topic of conversation that I think needs to be brought up. Yeah. Um and by someone like like me, like a yeah. a millennial, you right. know. Um because everyone's so scared about the subject and and yeah. I love I love the fact that Bernie Sanders um made a point in his campaign when he was running um in 2016, right? Yeah and how yeah, cool <laughs> is that 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 was on your track well, that I, they gave you permission Um it was great I actually um put it on um I put it on just because I wanted to I wanted to pe- people to actually take me seriously yeah. you know what I mean and, and people took Bernie seriously yeah, right. I mean some people didn't agree with him but right they still He's a major he's a right. major um you know politician and the public guy right. that people look up to Right, and I do as well so
2: Well I thought one of the things that you said before we started recording, before we started taping was when we were talking about the song, you said, you know, there's so many bigger problems in this world to worry about. Like, why are we worried about marijuana? And it's such a good point. You're so right. It's like, that's the least.
3: It's the least of our worries when there's so many other things that we need to be focusing on.
2: Right, right. So you're going to run for president someday?
3: I would. uh, That's just a suicide waiting there. (laughs) I I could not. I could not. Well, what what's next for you? Uh, what's next? Um,
2: you taking a little break at all now that the album's out? Or no, no, definitely not.
3: I mean, I'm already like I never stop writing, but um, I did take a little breather on the writing front. Um, with. Like the press and and everything mm-hmm. like leading up to the album, and now I mean it's the rollout of the campaign so theres right. so much stuff to like talk about and there's so many things that um there's so many people that I want to hear from and and yeah to know how they got on with and what they thought of the record and and what kind of stories that they right they related to um when listening to the track so it's it's more of just like this is a, the story of me. And yeah. and I've arrived. I've you know? arrived. <laughs> so um, definitely playing a lot of live shows. That's what I really want to be focusing on the live front. Yeah. Um, and I personally would love to do more um, of the like the videography. I think that's such a big mm-hmm. thing in the um, in today's campaigns for like for artist campaigns. Um, I mean, have you guys seen the Lemonade movie? Oh my God, it's amazing. Mm. Holy shit, dude. (laughs) I got so much inspiration by watching that um, movie or album, whatever you want to call it. Um, Oh, you're talking about Beyonce. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. the Lemonade album by Beyonce. Mm, Holy crap, dude.
2: That was amazing. So,
3: yeah, there's definitely a a lot of new um, ideas that I want, but I just want people to, um, I just want to hear from people. Yeah. Like what, what do you think? Like, what, um, what comes to mind? What's know? been
2: the highlight so far of your career? I mean, you've done a lot since you started way back. You know, in, when you were fourteen, fifteen in the rock band.
3: Honestly, I think it's the Metro Times cover it? today, just because. That's... Like, I was crying honestly reading um, on the way here, like reading the uh, the the article, just because I've never had, and somebody. Ask me such real questions, and let wow. me be so real and oh, I and, can't wait to read it. and have it I and have it be so positive, you know, yeah, and, and I don't know, I just love Detroit so much, and I'm so glad that i'm i I just feel very accepted.
2: Oh well, so, yeah. I mean, Detroit this is, is cool.
3: You know, like <laughs> that is
2: uh, this cover. I mean, it's if, if you're out and about today, you've got to pick up this Metro Times because this is it's such a cool cover. Thank it you. It really well, is. I can't wait to read. To yeah, use. the photos inside. Um, yeah, there's one in here, especially with uh, where you're standing in the. Uh, where are you gr- standing? We're
3: in a grow house in Detroit. Oh, is that
2: where that's at? Okay, yeah. And what a great picture. They had two different I rooms. Wish we can show this.
4: Oh, oh but wow. They isn't had they beautiful? Yeah. yeah. They
3: had two different rooms, and Gorgeous. there was, like, one room where they had, like, 60 or 70 plants, and they were, like—they all came up to, like, my neck. Uh-huh. And then they were, like, well, this isn't even the big room. Let's go in the other room. I'm, like, okay. Wow. So, <laughs> so then we go into this other room, and there's, like, 10-foot trees. Wow. That have been, like— um, I don't know. I think they've been budding for like four months or something. I wow. learned a lot. I definitely yeah. learned a lot <laughs> now, that now day. Now you
2: have your medical marijuana card, yeah. right? Yes, I and do. Can I ask? Got it a few months. What? Ago. Why you got it? Like what?
3: Um. So it? my my reasoning is, yeah. I have really bad, really bad acid reflux, and I've had oh. it ever since I was eight years old. Oh and wow! Really? I was in and out of the hospital for like three or four months just because no one is diagnosed with that until they're like forties, you know, Mm -hmm. fifties, middle aged, you know, so everyone thought it was something different. I just kept losing weight because I couldn't eat. Um, And finally, I, you know, I I got the correct medicine. Mm -hmm. And after taking it every day for so long, um, I got kind of apprehensive about taking a pill for the rest of my life every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I kind of went into research about how people can get really addicted to stuff, even though it's not, you know, obviously my medication was an addictive, but, mm-hmm. um, just the fact that there was an alternate, um, thing where it was more of a natural substance that you mm. could use. And okay. it just worked for me. It always worked for me. And I never smoked it in high school just because mm-hmm. it just wasn't my thing. Right. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I drank a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the point where it just wasn't, it just wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. But then I went on Idol and then that completely stopped for me. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't be
1: drinking, you know, drinking at yeah. all.
3: Um, and, and then it was introduced to me and I figured out how big of a world it is and how many people um, are into it and, and yeah. have so much knowledge about it. And mm-hmm. I learned so much about the plant and, um i'm very I'm just a huge supporter of it now, so i I definitely but it's all based wasn't. on
2: research. I mean mm-hmm. you did a lot of research mm-hmm. it's not yeah. like you're just out smoking at your no. no it's <laughs>
3: definitely it's definitely an educational process for me and I'm learning more and more about it every single yeah. day so good for
2: you so what do you have coming where are you going to be playing next what's going on what's your touring schedule like
3: So right now we're trying to find a tour right now that's um that's the number one goal. And, um, but right now it's all pretty much planning and just making sure, promoting it on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I just filed out, um, to make sure that all of the, I think, I think I might play at Arts, Beats and Eats, but it's not oh, confirmed cool. yet. So, mm-hmm. um, you've played not there before though, haven't you? I've played there three years ago, oh, okay. right after I came off the show. Okay. Okay. Um, what about a Europe tour? Oh my god! I would love yeah. to do a European tour. Yeah, I visited England um, last year, the beginning of last year. You did, and the culture is just absolutely oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's what very, about what about Italy?
2: Because now weren't you you were on the cover of an Italian magazine? Mm-hmm. Right? was at last year. Noir. Yeah,
3: that was last year. How cool! It was. Um, yeah, it was super. It was. I had no idea. It was. It, it's just like kind of came up the opportunity just arose but um it was really sweet i mean now did they interview you they interviewed me and they asked me a lot about like italian heritage Uh and i didn't know a lot Mm -hmm. other than like food yeah Yeah. just just wine and spaghetti that's all you need to know exactly (laughs) mancha and bevy but um drink in terms of the culture i'm not too familiar with it and I don't mm-hmm. have too much knowledge on it. So I definitely would like to go and visit. Oh sure. yeah,
2: they would love you there. Would love oh my there. gosh. <laughs> I love Italy. We should How all we go
3: have... together you guys. Let's go. Do you let's... have family there? Oh yeah. We do.
2: Yeah. yeah, my mom what? has a house there.
3: Yeah. Well oh.
2: let's go.
4: Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's
2: get you guys playing there.
4: Okay. <laughs> that would so be down.
2: awesome. Alright, I'm going to work on that. I'm serious. I'm so down we to We have it. this on tape now, so don't bail <laughs> out. I will Alright, you know what? We're going to play Animal Mind right now cuz i know we're getting close to running out so we've got to play animal mind i've
3: been talking i'm sorry
2: no don't be sorry it's what
3: the way you rolled your eyes
1: with a deep about you
2: It's it. amazing. So, Cold Fame
3: mm-hmm. has been
2: released and people can get it. Once again, give us your sites.
3: So, my website um, is www.ginairene.com and you can get the hard copies or just do a digital download. Um, and other digital downloads are on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. And then my Twitter um, is Shudo one it's the number one. And Insta is the same thing.
2: Okay. So. And that's also how they can, um, people can uh find out where you're going to be playing mm-hmm. and exactly. stuff like that exactly. okay um well of course we're running out of time and we could go on and on cuz have so <laughs> many more questions for you so we're going to have to have you back on again again i'm good I'm we glad. Can never get too much Gene irena <laughs> shootout um you know it's interesting do you like being compared to anyone does do people compare you um yeah totally to who who um, do they compare you to cuz i have listened to your music now for a couple of years and i just like, you're, I can't compare you, you to anyone. You, I mean, who, <laughs> who do people me? say you sound like? Oh,
3: really? Fiona Apple? That's <gasps> what my label said? Oh, my said? gosh. Okay. Yes. Honestly, yeah. you know
2: what? I was just going to say the only person that I think you're similar to is Fiona really? Apple. Really? That's exactly Holy what I was going to say. You guys. That's weird.
3: Okay. She's my favorite, or oh one my gosh. of my top favorites. Yeah,
2: but you are very unique. The, the, um, the, The lyrics, the melody, everything—your voice is very unique. So it's definitely Gina Irina Schudo. So. Um, congratulations on everything that you have going on. And uh, today, if you're listening, get the Metro Times because she's on the cover. There's an awesome article about her, beautiful pictures. You. Um, if you want to just look at her and not read it, you know. <laughs>
0: just hang it up <laughs> you on your bathroom wall, you know, <laughs> just like staring at it yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: above yeah. your bed. <laughs> John Paul John Paulo, <laughs> yeah. have the, this up in, in his room, I'm, oh, I'm sure. walking in there. Yeah, I don't no know. kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, was there anything else? What's the best piece of advice you've gotten?
3: Um, just be yourself. It's be yourself. so cliche, but you can never say mm-hmm. it enough times. Um. Yeah. That's one of my affirmations that I say every single morning is just be yourself. You do? You say that every morning? Yeah. My mom taught me to awesome. do affirmations. Really? Because it just gets you thinking yeah. positive right when you wake up. Right. And whenever you're feeling like shitty or someone's getting you down, just like go back and say like... Have you ever seen, um what's it called? I know we're out of time, but um, it's The Help, The Help. Have you ever oh, seen that yep. movie Um, or the book? Yep. It's like, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, I'm kind. Mm. I think those are the three things. So like those and then be yourself.
2: Wow. Excellent. Excellent way to close right. the show here. So a couple things. We always have a sip on this, but because you're not 21, Gina... You know, oh, yeah. did you see Jessica, our, our, our wonderful tech here? She goes, "What's this? What are we drinking?" <laughs> no, no alcohol. She's not twenty one. She goes, "Oh yeah, that's Next right." Time, <laughs> Next time, though. Next time. In two weeks, on July thirteenth, um, Gina Irina Shudo turns twenty one. You gotta have down. a big concert that oh, night. Come on. Oh, that
3: night? Oh God, I don't Oh about yeah! That night. <laughs> oh come on!
2: You know how many people will be buying you
3: drinks? Holy crap! Um,
2: and so we are lack. drinking today um, Asylum, which is uh, we have a wild berry, and we also have, what are you drinking, Gina? Orange, Orange cream. cream. Yes. And it's it a Michigan-based company. Michigan-based too. company. So we, um, my kids love these, and we have them at our pizzeria, and it's a, if you, if you're a zombie fan, you're going to love this. And um, so that's our sip on this today. And we do have to end it with um, our fortune cookies. My favorite tradition. And we're going to say, so at the end of our fortune cookie, you know how this goes, Gina, we toss the cookies, and whichever way the prongs are are Facing that means that fortune is for you, for me. That's okay. yours. This one is Jess. Oh, you've got one, okay. Like and then Pac-Man. one for Sabrina.
3: Oh, introduce,
2: yeah. Introduce Sabrina. Real so, quick.
3: Sabrina is sitting to my right. Uh, hi, Sabrina. And Sabrina's the label manager. She yes. does so much amazing things for the label and for the whole team okay, and every great. artist um at the label she just works her ass off so, so. for original Shout
2: 1265 out. you you manage you're the manager no yep,
3: i work hand in hand
2: with kevin nixon yes. and sarah clayman oh, our president and managing director wow well welcome thank you thank she you got you for a big job us. yeah i bet <laughs> i bet um And again, um, Gina is part of Dime Detroit Institute of Music Education, uh, which is a fantastic school. You can get your uh, bachelor's there. Um, You could just take workshops if you want. So we're going to read our fortunes right now. We're going to end it with in or with cold fame. That's how we'll end it. Yep. So go ahead. Who wants to go? Gina, you want to go first? This is weird, you guys. Uh oh. You
3: will make a name for yourself. You have to say no. You have to say with cold fame. Oh, with cold fame.
2: Oh, <laughs> now there you go. You already made a name for yourself.
3: Let me have that one. That should be mine. No, no.
0: All right, Jess, you want to go ahead? Uh, your golden opportunity is coming shortly. In cold fame? Is that what yeah,
2: with cold fame okay mine is uh, bide your time for successes near with cold fame <laughs> something's right. going to happen after this interview for I me I hope so
0: <laughs> go ahead. let's just hope you get home safe yeah. Okay. Let's just-
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: go ahead Rocky. Uh, a friend will bring you a big surprise soon in cold Ooh. fame Ooh. Oh. go ahead Sabrina oh she's like no nope. <laughs> mine says you will find great
2: fortune in unexpected places with cold fame Ooh.
1: which is my Goal. God. God. Oh, yeah.
0: Jab. Yeah. That's on your job description, right? Uh, excellent. Well, thank you guys for thank being you so much. here. Thank you for um, having me. album thank is guys. incredible. Yeah, it's your so album's awesome. incredible. Thank it's you. been long awaited, too. Because I just yeah. need play. I'm like, oh, my gosh. When are they going to come yeah. out? So I can listen to this at
2: home.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I will be back, though. Is there, is there <laughs>
2: pressure for the second one now to, to top this first one? Yeah, totally. Oh, oh my
3: God. God, I can't but even
2: imagine that. I would
3: never send anything in that yeah. I'm not impressed with. Right. So.
2: Right. And you know what? Keep being you, and that's the lesson of today from Gene Irina Schuto. Just be you. Be you. Be you. And we're going to end it with white, uh, what is it? White, white girls girl wasted. wasted. Yeah, it's the new anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Only available mode of transportation is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith with us.
1: Fancy toast with my lover, Mrs. Jane 12 p.m. baked goods off for lunch Skipped the gym and played double dots while me Grab the right green and blue a lot of time. Sorry, not sorry that everyone hates it.
3: Forget it, I'm getting wasted.